The Creeps Lounge contains adult language and content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey Freaks, it's Weird Wednesday. Welcome back to the Creeps Lounge, where we talk anything paranormal, unusual, cryptic, or true crime. If you don't know, I'm Rick. And I'm Crystal. Let's get weird. Okay guys, before we jump into today's topic, there's just a couple of things that I wanted to go over today. Um, Firstly, we have a new schedule. Um, today is our very first episode of Weird Wednesdays, and I am so excited. Um, so Weird Wednesdays, we will be talking about topics, basically. Um, we're going to be talking about, like I have mentioned on my Instagram and, um, Twitter posts, anything cryptic, scary, paranormal unusual things like that true crime whatever it may be we will be bringing you guys a whole bunch of content a whole bunch of information just stories that we find on the internet we will be linking sources um yeah so that is what basically weird wednesdays will be about and we will also be posting every friday as well for freaky friday Freaky Friday is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. Um, We will be pretty much um, having guest appearances. We will be taking stories. You guys can email us. We will be posting our email on Instagram and our social media. Um, If you guys have a story to tell, you can send it to us, DM it to us, email it to us, however it may be. We will tell your stories. You can re- remain anonymous or you can, um, you know, have your name on there for a quick shout out for story cred. Um, and I mean, if you even want to come on with us and tell us your story. Or your we, grandma's story. Yeah. Um, we would be more than happy to get have you on here as a guest. Um So that is basically what Freaky Friday will be about, guys. Um, Yeah, what else? That will be that will be our schedule. We we want to post consistently every Friday, every Wednesday and Friday. Um, So yeah, do you have anything? Yeah, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's taken the time to uh, listen and download the episodes. We really appreciate the support. Uh, I don't know about you, but I myself, I really didn't think our local friends are gonna be sharing or be into it i didn't even really want to share it to be honest but i'm I'm really grateful that we did uh but yeah thank you guys so much for the support and the positivity it looks like everything is going well and uh yeah like crystal said make sure you get get to us comment and like share and uh if you want to join us you know we'll be happy to have you yeah yeah you guys i was about to um say thank you we have received love and support from friends sharing and and you know just sharing our stuff it really means a lot just to you know just share my stories on instagram you know follow our page you we really really want to do this for you guys it's going to be a whole lot of fun um but thank you thank you guys for the support and um for listening in truly we we're just so excited about this but today, Ricky has a topic that he has done um, an extensive amount of research on, and I just cannot wait to hear it. I mean, I'm really excited, and I'm kind of scared because it's it's like nighttime right now, and it's midnight. <laughs> we're recording, you guys. We're recording this for you at midnight so that you guys could listen to it wednesday morning for weird wednesday because i know so, some of you guys work out some of you guys drive to work and or just listen at work um hopefully you guys like it 
Um, I did do some research on it, and uh, I think it's going to be on the title, but we're going to be talking about Ouija boards. So I'm going to give you guys a little background behind the Ouija board itself, and then have a little story behind it as well, and we would love to hear you guys' opinion on it. Um, I'm skeptic about a lot of things, but I love to hear stories, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are skeptic too. But um, yeah, we'd love to hear feedback and comments on that, alright? So... um, what I did want to say before I share the story with you is I, I read an article and it's from the Smithsonian Magazine and it's written by Linda Rodriguez. So I, I read it and I kind of just summarized it to, to share a little bit of information behind the Ouija board. Because you, you think of the Ouija board and you know we know what it is and what it's used for, at least nowadays. Um, so basically the board was popping up in newspapers back in 1891 and it was being sold at a toy shop with the title Ouija, the Wonderful Talking Board. Mm, I never knew that. That's something that I just, I never, I remember going to KB Toys at the mall in Walla Walla and they had Ouija boards there. Glow in the dark Ouija They board. had them there. And um, if you guys don't know, KB Toys was a really cool toy store that we had in the mall for many years until the mall got shut down. But they did sell Ouija boards, and my mom would always tell us, stay away from there, stay away. She never wanted us to go near the Ouija board. So. They also had them at Toys R Us. Before they closed down, I remember I went with my sister. Oh my gosh. Because we uh, uh, her her daughter's dad was you know, he, he was like let's go buy a bunch of toys so they went to buy a bunch of toys and i remember walking in there first time walking into to, uh, toys r us and i saw that and it was also glow in the dark and i had that feeling your mom had so i got <laughs> the hell away from there it's that mexican um superstition it's the kukui man yeah we they our parents that is like that that the ouija board is known to like open portals and bring the devil into your house so our parents just always wanted us to stay away from that. Anyways, go ahead. So yeah, um, about the Ouija board. So, según the makers of the first uh, board claimed to have asked it what its name was. And it replied, Ouija, or Ouija. Oh my gosh. And when they asked what that meant, it replied, good luck. So, and it was only like fifty at the time if you wanted to buy one. You know, I mean, at the time, fifty was harder to come by. Than it is mm-hmm. now. Now you can go sell some cans and get a buck fifty. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, but it said that the board was taken to a patent office and it was proven to work before the patent was allowed to proceed. And psychologists today believe that it's actually a link or a portal type device between two realms, which is you know the living and the dead. Um, there's actually a Ouija historian, which I had no idea that was a thing. I really yeah, didn't. I didn't know until you told me. His name is Robert Merch, and he did ex- like a shitload of research on it. He studied, he studied the Ouija board in depth. And so he says that the board came from the obsession of spiritualism back in the early 19th century. And apparently, spiritualism was the shit in Europe. Like, that shit was popping over there. <laughs> they had all kinds of fucking parties and shit. And they claimed that with spiritualism, the living were able to communicate with the dead. So they, they eventually brought that shit over here, that unholy fucking shit, and it just popped off. So there were three sisters known as the Fox Sisters, and that's a whole other story in itself, really. Um, I looked into that, and it's, it's, it's a really good story. You guys can just Google them and uh, just go off some articles that are on there. And so the three Fox Sisters, they actually helped spiritualism uh, become more popular. Uh, they claimed that they would talk to the dead by asking questions, and then they would uh, hear loud taps or crackings on the floorboards or on the walls. So they really started playing with a Ouija board? No, no, no. So basically, or how they, they call it rappings. So now it's like rap, you know, when you rap, but back then it's called rappings, and rappings, if I remember correctly, it was um, a type, so for, like if you were to ask a question, mm-hmm. and then if you had like, let's say you had ABC on the wall, mm-hmm. it would tap, and you would kind of like guess Oh, so back There's then, ways that, it would that, that was, was like the pre Ouija era. Was before, yeah. So that's how they. Okay, and I they get it now. Yeah, over here. They, that's the way they did it. But it turned yeah. out that those bitches were lying. It was a fucking hoax. So because people would show up, they heard about it, they showed up, and like, oh my god, it's fucking you know the fucking. They were liars. Yeah, it was, it was a hoax. And also, you should really look into it. I mean, we can maybe do it if you want to hear a story about the Fox Sisters. We'll we'll do more research and give you guys a full story on that. Uh, but it's a, like I said, it's a whole other story in itself because it's, there's some shit behind that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, they did help make spiritualism be more popular. It was so popular 
that um, Christians actually adapted to it. So they, what Christians would do on that time is this, like if they had sun, uh, church on Sunday, they mm-hmm. would do seance parties. Yeah, so apparently it was compatible with their beliefs. So they were like, ah, it's cool, dog. You know, like, I don't want to go to fucking church tomorrow. Let's have a fucking seance party. And that's... that's Bring out the Ouija. No, there was no Ouija. (laughs) Okay, okay, sorry. (laughs) You just need to go on with your story so I can (laughs) go on. So, um... So before the board, they claimed that, you know, they talked to the spirits of Christians. They were like, you know, we're talking to spirits. And so after having all these seance parties and everything... Everybody would just go home and chill. It wasn't even like a scary thing. Like people would be like, you know, hablando con sus kids or whatever, and it was just really, really fucking popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was so normal to do this that even um, Abraham Lincoln's wife actually did seance parties after their eleven-year-old son died, and like at the White House. Oh my! Yeah, God, guys. And so, keep in mind that back in those days, the lifespan was about 50, 50 years old or so. Like, you lived about 50 years old, so, you know, back then, you got, you hit 25 in your midlife. You guys, I always knew that Abe Lincoln was down as fuck. I always knew it. Yeah. Yeah, so, he, he was a fucking <laughs> zombie slayer, according to that one movie. Remember the movie? Yeah, like, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel that, but... And so, you know, the fact that the lifespan was about 50 years or so realistically speaking you didn't really have that much time with your family members and loved ones mm-hmm. you know so like they were a lot of times they would die of diseases and for example the flu really like at an early age yeah and so doing this this would actually bring a lot of comfort to them yeah the seance the and like, yeah like I said, like they would get together you know hold hands around a fucking table and then shit would start shaking and to them like they didn't really think it was scary they thought it was like something comforting yeah wow so this that's is like around the civil war era too so during civil war time a lot of young people died so it's like you had your kid 18 20 and then they got to the war you had no cell phone no, you know you had telegrams we had no cell phone or anything to get a hold of them so they would pass and that was the way that they would communicate and keep comfort but can you guys imagine though back then it must have been lit because there was so much tragedy i mean there was the healthcare system wasn't obviously what it is today um you know our um we have come so far in our um pharmaceuticals and everything like that so i mean not only did we have all the wars and just we were establishing ourselves um lots of people were dying of famine war uh, disease so i can only imagine the activity during these seances just a must have been crazy you know i can't imagine being there that would have been terrifying i think now with the way that my mindset is because of you know how society is and how we were raised um i i would have been scared no, but legit can you imagine like nowadays like if you're just chilling you know get off of work or even during work or whatever you check your fucking snapchat and someone's throwing a seance party. Like, hey guys, and they're like, look at the tables bumping. Fucking so and so's here. We're kicking it. Like, you know, it's like I can't imagine. Uh, that would be fun, but I would also be scared. But you well, know, like you said, it was comforting was, to them. It was comforting to them. Yeah, because but little do these motherfuckers know was that they were leaving all these open portals open. Like, because yeah. they, they were just doing their shit. Because keep in mind that this was before the, the Ouija, right? The, before the whole Ouija board thing. So then, after that. A company that were like, you know what? There's they see money signs, so they mm-hmm, made this, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's how they created the Ouija board, and so they were like, because they were like, you know this. what? Seances are popping. They were like, you can use <laughs> this device, and so they were like, you know, different kinds of. Uh, well, a company started it, and then they sold it off, and then other companies started making it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it got so popular. Like I said, it, there's way more uh, information on this. It, it goes really in depth, and I was just kind of like picking to see kind of like more important points that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said. They like this. This game got so popular that in 1967 it outsold the game Monopoly. No way, you guys! Monopoly has been a family game, like it's just like a tradition. And for the Ouija board to have sold out and have been more popular than Monopoly at one point. It's really it's telling. It's insane, honestly. It, it's telling, you know, about um, the whole spiritual side of it and how how influential it is. Yeah, so 
I mean, think about it. As popular as that game is, at that time, because it wasn't known of how dangerous it is, and, and again, this is based off of, you know, our belief, our opinion, like, right now people can be thinking, it's nothing, it's not a big deal, it's mm-hmm. not real, or whatever, that's fine. I believe in that shit. I don't know. You guys, I, I am terrified. I have I mean, actually... We were just talking about it earlier, Ruby fucking moved, remember? Yeah, we I was... Prepped. We were just getting everything prepped, and our dog moved, and it scared the shit out of us, really. No, I was it's actually, fire. like, we're sitting here, and... Um, the shades were slightly open so I could see outside like the dark dark. and I just got the chills up my spine and I was like you know what shut the window Um, but yes I'm terrified and you know there have been moments in my life where I would love to pick one up and I think it would be interesting I am the type of person who is I like to to experiment and, and do weird things like that i mean i've always been that way we used to go to i remember me and my cousin and my sister would walk up like this abandoned road to this huge abandoned house how old were you we were like 10 like 10 or 11 that's how badass our childhood was and it (laughs) we would literally this was back in the days where be home before the street lights come on at night type thing and my mom, you know, she's a single mom. She worked late sometimes. She worked double shifts. So we were alone most of the time. And we were just troublemakers. We wa- we would walk up to this abandoned. We used to live in um, a small town here in um, Washington. It's called Tushi. If you guys don't know where it's at, I would look it up. It's extremely small. Um there was this big abandoned white house and we would walk there and we would go inside and it had it was so creepy it was like we would sometimes go there like at dusk and it had like a basement you're 10 like 10 11 12 we would always go there um it had a playing the fucking 64 but i I was asleep by that time. i wonder if that house is still there i i bet it's been knocked down but it had been there for many years. It was like one of the oldest houses, like probably one of the first established houses there in that town. But yeah, that's uh, that's how we were when we were little. Screw that. Honestly, screw that. When I was a kid, I liked scary stories. I mean, at the same time, I did like the scary stories and movies. But I remember my sister would force me to watch Chucky. And then, oh my God, that's a whole fucking other story. Too. You guys, we were rebels. We would fall asleep <laughs> to the killer clowns. <laughs> That's that was our bedtime movie for me and my sisters. We would pop in the killer clowns on VHS and fall asleep to that shit. We were major. Uh, well, it's kind of like Mars right now. Like our baby, baby. She loves. I don't know if you guys if you guys have kiddos that like stuff like this. We recommend this YouTube channel that our kids love. It's called Baby Teeth Four. Oh they do God. a whole bunch of like scary kind of things. They've been doing it for years. Um, we don't really like letting the kids on YouTube too much, but that's one channel that we like because it's, it's really, it's actually, sometimes it gets us interested. To it's so creative, and they tell the... It's two little girls and their dad. Yeah, they tell these creepy stories. They tell... They reenact them, actually, and kind of like a movie. Um, so my daughter, she'll just sit there and well, it's like... it's like a show because sometimes it's like three parts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? and yeah. She, our daughter, is, she's two. Yeah, she'll sit and there she'll, and she'll cover like, her teeth, eyes. Yeah, teeth. she'll cover her eyes and watch the entire. <laughs> yeah, show. but with her like fingers poking out enough for her eyeball to be looking at the TV <laughs> at the same time. It's so funny. Anyways, let's continue on. Um, yeah, sorry, we kind of got a little. Yeah, we got a little sidetracked there. But I mean, all info is good info, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about it. We were talking about the Ouija board, you know, being sold more than Monopoly at the time, and. So, around that time, it was still not necessarily known that it was... I mean, there was a lot of accounts. There's a lot of uh, situations where something would happen and somebody would say, well, I was playing the Ouija board. Like, there's some people that would join the military because they said the Ouija board told them to join the military. Wow. Um, there's accounts from the 20s and 30s that they used the Ouija board. They either committed murder. They did something where they said the Ouija board told them to do to do wow. it. Wow. Uh, so, but by, by this time, by the 67, it was still not necessarily, like fully known you know mm-hmm. but one 
There was a movie that everybody knows about, The Exorcist, the original mm-hmm. Exorcist movie. Yes. Okay, so that movie gave me the fucking. You know, it scared the shit out of me. Honestly, yeah. it scared the shit out of a lot of people. I it, think it. Isn't mm-hmm. there like reports of uh, like some people even dying of heart attacks? Oh, if scared? you guys just really go and maybe we'll do an episode on that, just the movie and all well, of the all of the things that happened during the making and after that movie. Um, we'll go into that. Yeah, well, I mean, I have, I have some facts about it because I mean, if you if you look into it, just yeah, just look into the actors themselves. After the movie was made, in the movie they used the Ouija board, and so in the Ouija board, supposedly she was possessed, you know, mm-hmm. because she used it, and then she was possessed, and then she turned into that green demon demon bitch, and you know, threw up everywhere, pissed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, th- there's a fun fact behind that. It's not even a fun fact really, but if you look in, if you look into the. Uh, the actors and I believe the director too a lot of those actors died very horrible deaths the guy that played the priest I mm-hmm. think he like fell off somewhere and got impaled on a fence or something what it, it was weird and then someone burned like, it, like yeah they got in a freaking car accident and just it's crazy but there was and, and supposedly it says it, it's it's like that because um they said that it's just because of the way they used it you know Satan's way to communicate or whatever because nowadays after that happened it was demonized basically everybody was like holy yeah. shit we don't want nothing to do with the Ouija board like this is this is terrible you know so it went from fun and games to to just- fun and fucking party kick back <laughs> You know, fucking pasa la botella, chillin' to fuck to that. something so taboo. Mm-hmm. It's and, crazy. And over the time, the religious groups denounced it because it was linked to Satan's preferred way of communication. Wow. They were saying this This is the way Satan communicated with, you know, the, everybody. And so basically, nowadays, if you think about it, like I think it was 2001, también, where um, in New Mexico, I believe it was New Mexico, they were burning Ouija boards and Harry Potter books. Oh my god, yeah, I remember. <laughs> they were burning all that I, shit. I actually had a friend in school. Um, she was super, super religious. Um, her father actually was the really religious one. And she was, like, so deprived, I feel. It was so sad because um, I remember going to a birthday party of hers and she was obsessed with Harry Potter. She would read the books in school, but she wouldn't tell her dad because he was 100% against it. He said that it was demonic, that you would get um, spirits attached to you, that it was just a way to um, invite the devil into your life and just creepy things like that. So she never told her dad that she fucked with Harry Potter um she just secretly read it at school and i remember going to her birthday party i think she got a a harry potter book and it was a big ordeal because i can't really remember all of the details but i remember her dad flipping out and telling her she had to throw it away she ended up going to her room she was sad crying and we were just like that's so mean you know just us girls hating on the dad that's fucking yeah it's a little crazy, but I mean, I understand. I get it. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow. I mean I, I mean, I think after, you know, seeing all that shit at that time, if I was like 30, 40 and like really religious, I might be on that same boat, but I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'd go to that to that extent. Yeah. Some but, people um, really go hard. Yeah, I mean, but I, I remember a bunch of people were doing that. A lot of people really believed that Harry Potter was like legit, like real witchcraft, and yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, and then just mm-hmm. you know, I would go over. My brother, <laughs> <laughs> what? The Abracadabra. You oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, I forgot how it's pronounced, but it's definitely not Abracadabra. I don't know, but <laughs> Sorry to all the Harry Potter fans. Playing, or who, he who should not be named says it a lot and uses yes. it a lot. Um, but basically, you guys, uh, like I said, there's a shitload of information on the Ouija board. If you guys want to look it up, look it up because, I mean, there is a lot of more history behind it that's interesting as hell, really. Um, and so if you decide to use a Ouija board now that you know where you can get one because I think the Toys R Us opened up now too I think there was I'm a couple I'm sure you opens. could get them on Amazon you can order too. them on Amazon yeah, yeah. probably get them on Etsy some people make them yeah 
some people say this one's more powerful than the next yeah for sure <laughs> um but yeah if you guys decide to use it just remember there's a lot of a lot of fucking rules for it i mean i personally wouldn't fucking use it that's just me um but just remember do not ask stupid questions be polite don't ask for physical signs and always close that shit up you gotta ask for it for its permission to close and it has to go to buy if it doesn't go to buy it means that you leave a an you're open leaving realm, a portal um which you know and i guess for believers it's a door to hell and you can you know invite lots of demons and lots of uh unwanted spirits the astral realm the who the astral realm yes it's like the spirit world you guys i mean like um, i said earlier like i'm skeptic but honestly like i've had i've had some shit happen to me where i've been around people so i have that confirmation that i'm not fucking crazy and i've also mm -hmm. had a couple of stuff that happened but i'm gonna tell you guys a story about uh, a friend of mine that he had a ouija board and i'm not sure where he got it from but he said he had a ouija board and everything i remember in high school he would invite people over and we'd go to his house and fucking well not we i would i want to say we because I, I i wasn't a part of it at first so he, you know people would go and they'd ask stupid questions they play with it they did the thing or whatever and um one time i decided to go and i was too scared so i, I just stayed in the living room i was like screw that you know i can hear everybody laughing and playing um and so his mom found it like I, like one day his mom was cleaning his room found it in, the clo in his closet and shit and you know she's really she's religious and shit she's like what the fuck is this so she threw it out oh my god yeah she's like screw this shit you know threw it out now there's also other myths behind it saying that you can't just throw it out mm -hmm. you can't just do that it gets mad whatever whatever entity or whatever demon is, is attached that, to it i'm not even sure off. if it's a, a a certain i think i feel like it's not a certain um entity that can be attached to it i feel like um or is attached to it automatically i feel like it's uh, a door or a portal hmm. and once you open that portal you invite these things into your home i feel like then an entity or some kind of thing can become attached to that board oh after boy. after you have um already you know um gone through through all of that and opened the portal and whatnot yeah you gotta close that shit up oh hold on, hold on so so back to the story yeah so so she threw she threw it out right he shows up from school and he doesn't know she threw it she threw it out yet he shut up from school he still you know he does whatever does his own thing and so she confronts him and she's like hey what, what the fuck i did this you know i saw it or whatever and he's like why'd you throw it out and she's like oh because i don't want to want it here mm -hmm. you know the, the couple hours pass and he's getting something out of the closet and the fucking thing's back in his closet Wow. Like it's in the back of the closet, not hidden, but like in the back, and so wow. he's just like he doesn't say he doesn't say whatever. He's just like oh whatever, you know. Maybe she just wants me to throw it out, um, and so he secretly starts inviting people over to continue it, to continue playing and doing everything. Oh and my god! He's honestly he he's not scared about it. Like he's just he's not scared about stuff like that. Like he loves stuff like he. It's very interesting. Like he doesn't really think of it as demonic. Really, he does in a way, but not really think of it as demonic but mm -hmm. so then it happens again where she gets pissed off because she finds it again i think it was like a week or two later you know what the fuck's going on man i fucking threw it out you bring it back into the house i got to the point that i believe it was like a family member of his that ended up burning it they burnt it they did some prayers over it and they, they threw it I, I don't know what they did with the ashes um but the one thing that that i think that kind of affected me was that around the time that i was like around that mm -hmm. i had a family member of mine that passed away back in like early mm -hmm. 2000s wow a close family member that passed away and i remember going to his funeral and it was like it was traumatic for me you know i was a kid and i don't know if this was linked to it it probably wasn't but um who knows but you know there was a lot after of the funeral after the funeral I, you know i got went home and um I, I remember i had this like this couch that turned into a bed and i was too lazy and kind of just downside that i didn't turn it into a bed that day i just left it as a couch and i passed out kind of sideways and then like as i passed out sideways i remember like i was watching tv and i was in my mom's house the house that she's currently living in which a lot of shit happens there so if you know my mom's house i know you have heard shit that, ha ha that has happened there a couple of stuff happened to me there 
Um, mm-hmm. And some stuff happened to your sister there too. Remember? And me. And you. And well, we, we will get in into that story yeah, one of these days. From that too. Um, and so, so yeah, you know, I was passing out or whatever, falling asleep. I, was, I don't. Know, I, I can't remember how old I was, but falling asleep and. Uh, you know how when you're falling asleep and you're kind of like opening your eyes and kind of closing your eyes mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, well, that, was hap- that was happening to me I was kind of just dozing off and then I swear I swear I saw I saw his body image in front you know how you can see like when you stand in front of the TV you, you, mm-hmm. it gets like you can't see their face because all the lights behind them so that's how it looked so like right away I was like oh my head I was like oh shit my daddy's gonna get my TV's on it's fucking like 2 in the mm-hmm. morning because I, I always slept with my TV on I was like, right away, that was the first thought, boom. But then, like, I saw his body image, and I knew it was my, my family member. I was like, holy shit. And then I wanted to, like, well, I, I started kicking and, like, punching up because I was just, like, fucking scared. And, and then, like, I, I did that, like, once or twice. And you've heard of sleep paralysis, right? Mm-hmm. So when that happens, you can't move. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is with me, I started kicking. And you I, were moving. I was moving, right? Oh, and wow. And so when I was moving, like, I don't, like, I, I felt this pressure of, like, like if I was like you know kind of forced down or pushed down, and then I just stood still, and I moved my head slowly to the TV, and, and there was nothing. I couldn't see anybody anymore. I just saw the TV on or whatever, and I I didn't see his silhouette or whatever anymore. Um, but I remember moving my head, and I and I wanted to yell like mom, but my voice wasn't there. Like I was just like like kind of like you out were of breath. So I was out of breath, and I wanted to say mom, and I couldn't fucking talk, and I just felt stiff. You know, like if something was on me, someone was on me. And I was like that. I want to say like I felt for a very long time. It felt like it was like that for a long time. But it, I think it was only a couple minutes. Um, and then I got up and as soon as I was able to move, I ran to my mom's room and I started just smacking the shit out of her. Like her room was locked. I was smacking the shit. I was crying. It was bad. And I remember like I mean to this day, Mexicans are pretty fucking brutal. Like when you got your mom and dad and something shit. Like there's some shit that happened to me. Like the, that shit follows you. Like remember remember when I told you that I was in the labor camp and the fucking lights went out and I ran out naked. Yeah. That shit haunts me still. That if we go hang traumatic. out and there's a big ass party and there's thirty people, that story's gonna be told. And I, yeah. I'm there fucking six five. Everybody's staring at me, <laughs> naked, wet. This naked at the time I, when that shit happened, I was still taller than my fucking dad. You know, I was this naked fucking kid just running out naked because everything just so swinging the salami. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, so when I did that, you know, like I said, Mexicans are fucking brutal. So I go to the, I go to the fucking. I'm like, yeah, 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 this happened. My mom's like, what the fuck? You know, like flipping out. And then I told her what happened. And then, I, like, she understood. Like, I can tell she understood. Like, she felt bad. He was just at the funeral. He's probably, like, he's scared. So, you know, she let me. She she, she let a little. She let a little. Um, a little bed. Or she did a little bed for me on the side, on the floor, so I can sleep oh. on the floor that night. I slept on the floor that night and everything, and then I talked to my friend about what happened. I was like, you know, it's weird, you know, because we always talked about paranormal mm-hmm. shit. And I was like, this shit's weird, you know? And then he told me that, he was like, well, that's weird. He's like, that day, because I told him, like, the following day. He's like, that's weird. He's like, last night, he's like, I played it by myself, too. He's like, and I got a weird vibe. I was like, why? And he said that he played the, the Ouija board by himself that night. The shit that happened to me. The night that happened to me, and he said that when he was that when he was playing it it was normal he was playing by himself and supposedly you're, you're supposed to play with somebody you always have to have somebody to play with you mm-hmm. because that's like it's a better way of communicating and it's better if it's a female and a guy mm-hmm. so if it's a female it's, it, it's a better atmosphere wow. and so and, and you're supposed to play at night so he was playing it's it, like balance you yeah, know exactly and so he was playing like at one in the morning um and he said that while he was playing it he had his tv on and everything and he was playing it and he said that he felt like he played for like five minutes and it was like one in the morning but when he put it away it was almost five in the morning he said that so much time oh passed he had no idea he wasn't God. tired or nothing but he said that he's like now that i think about it he's like i wonder if i just sat there and he's that's he scary swears that like he's like yeah he's like he's it's like, like oh. hypnosis he, could, he, he couldn't he like, was watching tv couldn't sleep so he decided to play it and he said it when he went put it away like five almost five in the morning and you know what i'm thinking and th- these are just my speculations so you tell me what you think about this mm-hmm. i feel like when you saw your family members silhouette it was more of a threat you were scared you were kicking you were punching and you felt a pressure like something holding you down you had a lot of fear i think that if it was really a family member that would not have that kind of fear would not have come over you and since that time in your life 
um, there was a lot of like that kind of paranormal activity going on around you at your front. You were spending a lot of times at this person's house and other people too yeah you were spending you, a lot of time there and, and all we did was talk about did, did you ever think that maybe something could have become attached to you and you go too, so yeah. you go to this funeral you're vulnerable and you're just really open for an attack a spiritual attack so i i think that you know my speculation could be that you may have had something some kind of energy or or you know just uh um negative energy attached to you and it took advantage of you and that's so frightening because i really do believe that if it was the family member you would not have felt fear yeah you because know? i know that when it comes to family members i mean again this is like another whole story that we can do on um because there's different types of ghosts and different types of entities but yeah, like you said, if it was a family member, most of the time, like there's some things, I don't know how you said in English, but they call them animas. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, it's a spirit or a person that passes away where they felt like they left something like that they didn't accomplish. Like yeah, Maybe they wanted yeah. to say either sorry to you or they wanted to give you something. And, and it's like a, it's like a fol folklore from, not folklore, but like, you know, kind of like a urban legend comes from Mexico that I've heard a lot. I'm sure it's everywhere else, but the way we think we we know it as is animas, and they say that. So wow. I mean, I I wasn't like I don't want to say I was super close with this family member at the time, but he was super close with our entire family because he was a very close family member. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think he had an anima with me mm -hmm. because, like, we weren't that close. You know what I mean? I really do think that it was the energy that was surrounding you at the time. It's possible, and it was an attack on your spirit. You know, right it now, was God. an attack on you as a person because um, you were vulnerable. You had just been to a funeral. There was a lot of prayer around you. And it could be if this thing was attached to you, um, could have attacked you that night. And, and that's frightening. It could have. I mean, you know... Like think about thinking about it now, you know. Obviously, it was very stupid. And me, if I find out my kids are hanging out with people like that and doing things like that, I'll be upset as a parent. But at the time, you know, that's what we had for fun. That's what we would do for fun. We thought it was just this fun thing to do. We thought it was fun to watch all these scary movies, and it still is. I love doing it. Um, I just I, I I joke around that like oh, I'm gonna play Ouija board. I honestly I wouldn't. I would I myself wouldn't do it. I'm very like I do believe in shit like that. Like I said, things have happened to me to the point where. I would be too scared to play it. Like, I wouldn't want to bring that to home to the kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And I am the kind of person where I, I just have to think about it. Like, I really would love to. That would be so interesting. That would be a whole new... I feel like a new experience in my journey on this planet, you know, and in my spiritual journey even, you know, just to experience that. Um, but at the end of the day, the end of the day, I think, I don't know. I don't know if I would or not. I, I would like to, but I know there's a well, lot. You can sleep outside for about a month. <laughs> I know there's a lot of, of, um, negativity surrounding it. And, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to surround myself with too much negativity, you know? Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, I might not do that can because I share, can it, it's I share another scary Ouija story with you. Yeah. Okay. So another Ouija story that I had, this happened to a cousin of mine in Mexico. Um, so when I was a kid, you know, I was in Mexico and I remember hanging out at my, um, cousin's house. It was a big party and, um, I didn't see anything of this happened. I, I just heard the adults talking, and then even now they kind of still talk about it. So basically, my cousin liked to play with a Ouija board, and in Mexico, shit kind of pops off a little bit more. I mean, it's everywhere, but you hear more stories and more like it's supposed to be more scary or whatever. So, yeah, they're playing the Ouija board and all that. And one night, he decides to fight with his brother. They shared a, a, a bed, and over there, you know how they have outhouses. 
So you go, you know, you gotta go to the bathroom at one in the morning. You gotta walk about a mile to get to the fucking bathroom in the very oh, back, yeah. dark. I remember my house. Whenever I had to go to the bathroom, I mean, my my parents wouldn't let me go by myself because it was I, I wouldn't fucking go by myself. I was like that was age, like I was probably mm-hmm. smaller. Um, and so, you know, mom or dad or my sister, but always an always an adult would go with us. Uh, but anyways, my cousin, he was I think he was like probably early twenties or so, late teens when he when this happened. So him and his brother decided to, uh, they were fighting one night. Fighting, fighting, fighting. And then the other one was like, oh, you know, after they fight, he, it got awkward because he's like, well, I need to go to the fucking bathroom. He's like, can you go with me? And he's like, oh, you can go by yourself, whatever it is and that. So they kept fighting about it. Finally, he's like, whatever, let's go. So he followed him with him. They were going to the bathroom. They were walking and there was like, they go through a little path or some trees and shit. And they said that where they were walking, they heard like crackling when like something's like on the tree. Yeah. And right. so, yeah, they heard like crackling and shit. And so as they were walking, one of them looked up and then he like grabbed the other one by the chest and the shirt like out of fear, like holy shit, you know, didn't didn't say anything. He just grabbed them by the fucking chest. And they looked up and he said he saw he saw like this dark figure with red fucking eyes, this huge figure on top of the fucking thing. Wow. And that they were like, holy shit, you know, they couldn't move. They, they oh were my both god, in fear. that just gave me anything. the chills. Ugh. And it, like imagine this, it was like it was late at night, you know, super dark, no street lights, super fucking dark. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly don't remember if they had a flashlight or not. Maybe they had one. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, and so, you know, when he did that, you know, they they got fucking scared. They stood there for a little bit, and the thing was just staring at them. They, they oh said that he would, it wouldn't look away, wouldn't do anything. It was just staring at them, and then finally got the either the energy or whatever to move that they couldn't even go, and go to the bathroom. Like they're just like fuck it. So they turned around, they started running, and then when they were they, when they ran back to the, they were running back to the house, that um right before they opened the door, they, they turned around to see what the fuck, and the fucking thing was standing. <gasps> it was just standing oh there. Oh my it god! Was, it was oh. about seven, eight feet tall. Oh it was standing, and it wasn't by the tree. It was closer to them, as if it was like, if, like if kind of like it followed closer. him, and then they stopped when he when he turned around. Oh my god! And you know they started wailing like fuck. Oh they started screaming. Gosh. And oh, keep in mind, they're like in like, their like late freaking out early right now. 20s or so, you know? Yeah. And um, my tia fucking hurts what's going on like from the room. So they fucking run over there and everything. And then she's super religious. So they explain what's going on right away. She knows. She doesn't know about the whole Ouija board thing. But right away, she knows like there's some shit happening, you know? So she made them crawl from the house to the church. There's some prayers. And then she um, basically, you know, she told them. Not to be fucking fighting anymore because they're attracting all this negative shit over to their house. And like I said, she doesn't know. I don't know if she knows now, but she didn't know about the whole Ouija board thing. But he was he was messing with that. And obviously when you mess with shit like that, you know, you're going to attract some shit. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like it, it plays in to these dark figures appearing. So that dark figure of your family member appeared to you. And then the dark figure appeared to your family members in Mexico. And if you don't mind, I'd like to share a story about a dark figure that I saw. Actually, not just me, me and my sister. I mean, it's crazy. You could ask her um, on another day when we're not doing this. Um, You should definitely ask her about uh, this dark figure that we saw. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just jump right into this. Basically, um, you know, we were about, I think we were like at the time, maybe like 12 and 13. And, you know, um, it was dark out. I remember it was maybe like 10 or 11. And we were just going to go to our friend's house. And um, my mom, God knows what she was doing. She's probably watching a a telenovela inside. Uh, she probably had worked all week and just was tired and didn't really care, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Go over to your friends. Um, so me and my sister go outside. And keep in mind, we lived in this small town. So I don't know if you remember uh, when we would go walking. You remember when you lived there for a short time with me when we would go walking and it was super dark. There were hardly any street lights. Do you yeah. remember that? It was so dark at night. Well, um, like the, the, I can tell you that the roads were like pitch black. And the only lighting that there was is if you were passing a house that had their porch light on or something like that. 
Anyway, so we decided we wanted to go to our friend's house across the street. It wasn't really across the street. It was like, because across the street from our house was a big lot where they would park like all the school buses. It was like an empty lot, like a huge lot. And then like next to that was her house. And basically we were gonna go over there and when we started walking down the street to get there, we see this tall, dark figure. It's like, it's a man's figure, like six, five. And we thought it was my stepdad. So my sister grabs this figure's arm and she goes, Luis? And that was my stepdad's name. And she immediately knew it wasn't him. We just kind of, she like tore her hand away and the figure just started laughing like ha 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 just a creepiest laugh and I can tell you now that when me and my sister look at each other and even in the dark we could kind of make each other's faces out that night so I saw her face she saw mine we were so scared but when we looked at this figure you could not make out a face you could not make out what kind of clothes it was wearing it was like the figure of a tall man, but you just couldn't see his face. So we just started screaming and we ran home. This person or thing or whatever it was never said a word to us. She just like grabbed his arm and said, Luis, and she just immediately like jerked, pulled her hand away and was Fuck. completely frightened. I was frightened and it was just the energy was so it was scary it felt ominous it felt just completely frightening we ended up just running home locking ourselves inside we told our mom our stepdad was inside with her and he was just like el diablo you know that's what you get for walking around late at night and not even like oh my god are you guys okay <laughs> yeah me and my sister were just completely terrified and freaking traumatized but i will never forget that story i it sticks with me because it was just so scary you know if it was a normal person they would have said oh i'm not i'm not that person you know i mean you couldn't even make this person out in his laugh it it was just creepy and he was like like he was like entertained by the fact that we we you probably noticed him and grabbed yeah him. yeah oh my god oh Fuck that just that, gave me man. you know we should actually probably do an episode about shadow people and may i mention this was a time in our lives where we were like i said we were little troublemakers we were always looking for this kind little of little hoodlums <laughs> and our babysitter she would always like when we were when we had a babysitter at the time this was a couple years before this happened they were always playing the ouija board they always had one like we would have to sleep in the room with it when my mom would your have babysitter to would play the ouija board yeah she was just Dude, my not... babysitter all, all she did was feed me fucking lettuce with lemon and chili <laughs> she was not functional <laughs> but let's just say um yeah back then we were always looking for this kind of stuff we were always watching scary stuff walking around at night uh, we were just we're always even books we would find books on witchcraft, witchcraft books, and yeah. stuff like that so we were always kind of dabbling in all of this when you're um, a witch <laughs> paranormal shit so yeah i feel like we really attracted that kind of stuff into our lives and that wasn't even only the creepy the creepiest thing that's happened to us like honestly we've had so many paranormal experiences when we lived there uh too many to even count well remember when i lived with you guys and then you and i kind of got in a little spat and i was like laying down with a coco our old dog i was mm -hmm. laying down on the bed and there i turned the lights off i was kind of upset i remember that and that fucking door started rattling and oh then your mom God. came out because because like your, your sister heard when I was telling you about it, and she, she meals with your mom, your mom came with a bat, and she was passed out. Remember, she came with a fucking bat, like, like literally walking around the house. Like she was braver than me at the time. She I was walking around the house you, with a fucking bat. I can tell you, in that house, whatever kind of um, 
things were lurking around they really fed off of negative energy fighting stuff like that because whenever these occurrences would happen it would be on nights that we had been fighting a lot me and my sister a lot of spooky shit happened in that house and yeah like i said it, i i really feel like these things fed off of all of the negative energy like all of the fighting the negativity and we would notice a lot more activity on days like that yeah that was that was some creepy stuff but um we hope we hope this episode is uh you know better than the last we're working on everything we're working on our content working on our um we got new equipment, equipment. so hopefully you know this is better like i said last time we had a baby running around it was kind of hard because it was kind of like you know just a rough draft but we decided to go with it um, really right now it's now 120 in the morning and guys, we got we're a lot pushing this do. for you guys we're we pushing, got a lot to pushing do before content. tomorrow we're gonna edit we're going to get this up before weird wednesday weird wednesdays and then getting prepped for freaky fridays yeah, we'll be prepping for Freaky Friday this week. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I sneak can't wait for the preview, feedback. Sneak preview of what you want to do for that? Because you know, you know, people have been asking. Oh, yes. A <laughs> little sneak preview. We will be um, telling the story about the mystery pussy we found <laughs> under the bridge. So stay tuned for that, you guys. It's going to be hilarious. Um, I cannot wait for all of the feedback. Well, that'll be one of the guys. stories or an add-on. It's not a yeah, huge it's, story, it's but just, it's an interesting we will, story. We will clarify what what, what we were talking about from that episode day. one. Because we, I mean, the listeners that we do have did ask us, you know, DMing like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> well, I <laughs> so, want to know about the pussy so under the bridge. <laughs> so we're gonna let let y'all know. Um, but yeah, hopefully this equipment and everything is gonna be helping us out. So we can start pushing more content yeah, for you, you guys. guys. Please like and share. The more um, you guys like and share, the more uh, you know views or um, downloads we get on our podcast on Spotify. The higher up we go in the charts, and the more we get noticed, the more stories we receive from viewers or listeners. And we could just continue to share fucking great content with you guys. Okay, guys, that is all for today. Thank you to all of our creeps and freaks for getting weird with us. Until next time. Laters. Bye.